Chips and caviar. Chips and caviar. Hungry for current events, business knowledge, and some jokes. And of course, chips and caviar. Welcome back to Chips and Caviar with Aaron Singerman and Rob Bailey. Hey. We are back. Today, I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes ever. Yeah. I'm, I don't think you realize. Yeah. yeah. This is the Singerman rules. This is the Singerman rules. Um, I was introduced into the Singerman rules a little while ago. And essentially what they are is they're a list of rules that you and your kids recite. Yes. And um, I don't have kids, right? I don't have kids. Uh, but watching you with your kids is something very special and pretty like emotional for me. And to see a lot of the things you do, how you encourage them and all those things. But I think how you, um, sort of how you show them how to be like little men, yeah. right? Right. Um, this, this, as something as simple as having these 10 rules and then and then having them repeat them and memorize them. And uh, dude, it's it's really impactful. Like watching it, watching it Thank from you. an outsider and watching like, hey, we're going to bed, time to recite the Singerman rules. It's like, whoa, man, like, yeah. that is cool. Yeah, so children, I, I've, I, you know, I, first off, I have three little boys, uh, five, seven, and nine, Elijah, Aiden, and Asher. I'm sorry, I keep calling him nine. He's 10. Asher's 10. They grow 10, up so fast, seven, man. I know, 10, seven, and five. And so um, when I had Asher, when he was a little, little guy, I started thinking, like, how different I am from my father. Yeah. I had a great father, Jerry Singer. He passed away uh, six years ago, five years ago. Uh, oh, wait, six years ago. And um, he was a wonderful man. And I learned a t tremendous amount from him. Everybody loved him. He was funny and engaging, and and uh, and literally, you know, a wonderful father. Um, but you know, back in the day in the '80s, you know, parents really didn't like. They didn't do this kind of thing. So, like, as great a dad as he was, you had to pick up by his example. I had yeah. to watch what he was doing. He didn't sit down and tell me what how he wanted me to be as a man. He didn't tell me what was important. Um, to know to be successful in life, you just have to try to pick it up off of him, yeah. right? And I did. And obviously, my dad, like everybody, has things that he was really great at, things that I learned from in a, in, a, in a negative way, in a sense that, like, my dad was paralyzed by indecision. Very smart guy who didn't make decisions because he didn't know if they were going to work out or not. Yeah. And he would really get paralyzed, whether it was something as simple as buying a new TV or something as different as bringing out a new product or starting a business. He'd have great ideas and then wouldn't follow through. So I learned from that. Um, by by uh, virtue of seeing him not do stuff um, when he had good ideas. So yeah. I thought to myself, I have a little boy, and then I had two, and I had three. I want to raise little men that are going to make an impact on this world, that when I leave, my legacy is them, and that they can do something bigger than I can do. And I still believe that very firmly, that my guys will change the world. 100%. And if, I'm, if, if I want that to be a reality, it can't just be like, hey, do good in school, you know, whatever the typical, you know, things that you tell your kids, be good, don't lie, you know, it needs to be something more. And I also learned that children, anything repetitive that they memorize and that they say over and over again, makes a bigger impact than just memorization. It's something that over time, it becomes who they are. Mm -hmm. And so I sat down and thought of what do I, what lessons have I learned in life that I would, even if I'm not great at them, how do I convey that to my children in a way that's easy to remember it's something that they can repeat, something they can memorize, and something that we could discuss mm -hmm. regularly. And so when I put them to bed, a lot of times, even though they know the rules really well now, I, we go over what does it mean? What does it mean to you? How are you going to use it in your life? And it starts a conversation um, that I think is very valuable to them. And you see me with them when I with anything. I, I use time, not just like you know learning moments. I use regular stuff 
to explain to them why this is important. When they see me do something or yeah. you do something or something that I want them to replicate, I explain to them why it's important. Yeah. What it meant, what you did or what you said. And uh, and I have them repeat it to me. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so? And I have them say, well, what did I say? And, and it's stuff that has made a really big impact because um, kids absorb. Yeah. And my kids especially, you know, Elijah, it's like I'll tell him something once and he remembers it forever and repeats it. Yeah. And it's circling around in his little head, my five-year-old. And a lot of times that's with bad things. Yeah, so bad you things. You say the too. word shit and the next thing the kid's saying shit forever. Absolutely. Like if absolutely. you can teach him something like that. Yeah. Why don't you just fill it with something good? So this is my list of 10 things um, that we repeat. Now, there's obviously more than this to learn in life. Yeah. But these are 10 basics that I felt were important for me uh, and important for them to create not just success in their life, but to change things for other people. Yeah. To become a good person, a good man, uh, but to be also a good leader. You know, to be somebody that people can look up to and say, this guy's got something and lessons that they can convey to their friends and people that one day work for them or follow them or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So these 10 are, uh, it goes like this, and I'm going to explain them um, as we go. Singermans always love their family. So I think loving your family and being a good family member uh, is the number one. Now, these aren't aren't in order of, of importance, but... I think loving your family is extremely, extremely important. Being a good brother to your brothers, being a good son to your mother, you know, being a good son to your father, um, and uh, and it's in the Bible, like honor thy mother and father, right? Mm-hmm. So I think being a good family member and loving your family is 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 hugely important. Even with charity, you know, in the Jewish religion, which I'm Jewish, um, it's a, we believe in charity for sure, big time. But the first thing, first charity you do is for your family. Before you help anybody else, you help your family. If they need help. It comes above everybody else in any cause you can think of gets uh, gets taken over by family. Yeah. Um, the next is Singermans always try their hardest. I love that. Yeah. And this is something my guys repeat. I love that. I can literally, so any of these I can say to my, I use my five-year-old because he's the youngest as an example, but I can say Singermans always try and he'll go their hardest. Right. And it's something that's ingrained in them now because trying your hardest is a prerequisite to winning. If you're going to win in life or in a, in a sport or at a test or whatever, you have to try your hardest. Um, and, you know, life in the next the, – some of these are kind of build up into other ones, as you, as you guys will hear. But trying your hardest is something that I want to convey. Obviously, if you try your hardest, to, to me, you may not win, but you're always, you're always winning in the sense that you're giving it your all. Yes. Um, the next on the list is Singerman's Never Give Up. So now when you combine trying your hardest with never giving up, your chance of success goes up, you know, an unbelievable magnitude yeah. because people who try their hardest, maybe they don't try for that long. Yeah. And people who, uh, who are not willing to give up, this is in business too. When you don't look at failure as an option and you're putting your all into it, you have a, a really good chance of winning, you know, because sometimes big things take a long time. You can't expect success to happen quickly. It's something that usually will take a long time and you have to be committed to trying your hardest and never giving up. Number four is leading from the front. Singerman's lead from the front. So this is one that we've talked about plenty because it's not self-explanatory to a five-year-old, right? You have to explain that when you lead, you know, you need to lead by example. Mm -hmm. That's what leading by the front from the front means. And I explained to them because I I have, uh, you know, they love military and like war Mm -hmm. stuff. I explained that generals usually lead from the back. And they tell men, they point, go here, do this, kill this bad guy, go, go, go. But instead, we don't do that. Singermans don't lead from the back and point to what to do. We show what we need to do, and we lead by example by showing that we're willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish the goal ourselves. Yes. If you want people to follow you, they need to be know, know that you're willing 
to do the things you're telling them to do. Yeah, and what, and I think one of the the really cool things of seeing this in action, right? Because I get I'm blessed with coming down here and watching you interact with your kids. And you'll, I mean, they're three boys. So yeah. sometimes they turn into complete maniacs. Right. And like when sometimes when things fall apart, yep. it falls apart pretty hard. And there's a lot of <laughs> crying and punching and yelling. And and instead of in that moment saying, Asher, you're the oldest, right? Like, don't do this, don't do this. You did this wrong. Uh, I've seen you go back to like, Asher, are you leading from the front? Like, you're the oldest. You should be setting an example for these guys. Like, you should have control of the situation. And it's like such a, a genuine way to bring the kids back to like, you know, his core values, I guess, in business terms. Right. And correct him and ha him to have such a depth of understanding of what you're saying without having to explain it right there in a heightened emotional state with three kids crying. Right. So a lot of these I mean, it sounds like common sense, common sense, common sense. But I think there's been years of getting these these kids to understand these things. So when it does need to be deployed, like the understanding that Asher has from lead from the front. And a ten-year-old, what, what average ten-year-old like understands what that means? Yeah. But like he he gets it on such a deeper level that when it is brought up, it, it's you know it actually means something to him and he can implement it right away. It's really really cool. And hearing doing these things with these with these guys and having them repeat it and explaining what it means repetitively. Yes. Because they're not going to get it one time, and even if they do get it one time, they're not going to remember it. They're not going to understand the importance of it, and they're not going to be able to connect all of these. One of the things that I have, I, I one of it's not on here, um, is that there a lot of times you know kids, little kids are are, are fearful or scared to do something, right? Um, whether it's something you know that they that they would like to do and don't have the you know the balls or that they're scared of it, or it's something where they're uncomfortable and they don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I always tell them is that to be brave, you have to be scared. Mm. It requires fear to mm. be brave. And so um, that's something that's so ingrained in them because I've told them that so many times because they want to be brave. They want to be brave. It's yeah. important to them. It to means be brave. a lot to them. It means a lot. So when they tell me I'm scared, I'm scared, I don't want to do it, I'm scared, uh, and I and I realize that fear is the reason that's preventing them from doing something, even if it's something that's not meaningful. And I, and I give an example of jumping into this, jumping off this big bounce house. Mm -hmm. Remember the story? Mm -hmm. um, so we were in this big bounce house outside doing a team building event, and there was like this big high jump. And you would flip down or jump down into these big, uh, like, uh, foam uh, little boxes, like, to break the fall, right? Yes. And it was high. It was really high. It was, like, 15 feet up. Oh, my goodness. And they were, when I went up there with them, and they were all, they were, uh, Asher specifically, was like, I'm scared, I'm scared. And I said, I told him, and, and he remembers this to this day, is, is hey, Asher, that's good. You're, this is your opportunity to be brave. If you weren't scared, you wouldn't be being brave by doing it. And he pumped himself up and did it. And the funny part of the story is that when he was at the bottom, uh, he said, do a flip, do a flip. And I said, oh, I don't want to do a flip. And he goes, are you scared? And I said, yeah, I am. And he goes, okay. And I had to do the that flip. Into the, I had to do the front flip into the ball. I remember it seeing like, it firsthand in Montana. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, we, were, we were going in a raft down. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we were early in the season. So that river, it was just melted glaciers. Yeah. And it was cold. And we knew it was all cold, right? And we were standing there sort of, and these little Florida boys, I remember yeah. uh, I remember Elijah was like, you're like, guys, jump in the water. And everyone's like, no, I'm scared. And Elijah was like, I'll do it. Yep. And I remember seeing him jump in and was like, whoa, this kid is awesome. Yeah. Like, and he got out and he was like, how is that, dad? And I was like, whoa, he like, this oh, is, yeah. it was, that was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the other one, number five, is going off of the, the fact that even when you try your hardest and you never get, you don't always win, even with all that. Mm-hmm. 
So the this is Singerman's number five is Singerman's win or learn and then win. Ooh. So you don't always win, right? So if you don't win, you don't lose. Mentally, we don't think we lose, uh, and you shouldn't either. Listening out there is you learn. You learn from from when you don't win, okay? And then you take that and you figure out how to win. Mm. So we don't accept losing, um, but it's going to happen. So uh, there's no way to win everything. There's no way to always be victorious, but there is a way to take something out of that, reapply it, never give up, try your hardest, and win. So that's what we do. And, uh, and that's something I, I've conveyed to them in all kinds of different ways. But number five is important. We win or learn, mm -hmm. and then we win. Okay? So there's no losing. There's just learning. Number six is Singermans always believe in themselves. Um, this is one that's super important because it goes with all the other things. If you want to win, the prerequisite, in my opinion, even more than the rest of these things, is to believe that you can win. If you don't think you can win, then you're not going to win. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. You've already been defeated. Mm -hmm. It's already game over if you think that you can't. So believing that you can is something that is a humongous part of success. Um, and then for people out there, you know, believing in yourself is something we could do a show on in the future because not everybody believes in themselves automatically. Most people don't. You know, you have to fake it till you make it and tell yourself. I'm a big believer in positive self-talk and in a huge uh, – I'm a huge proponent of that. And I don't believe at all in, in – talking shit about yourself because who's usually your biggest critic it's you yeah. you're in your own head saying i can't do it what if this happens what if that happens i stop myself um i don't really even have to anymore mm -hmm. um we talked about this as i have an undying belief in my own yeah, success i love it i believe i believe i'm gonna win no matter what and that's not something that was a genetic thing it's something that i built over time because i don't allow negative self-talk i have a positive mental attitude all day every day because i manufactured it because i mm -hmm. manifested that and so one of the things I push with these guys, I always tell them, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, you believe in yourself because I already believe in you. So there's me and mom, we believe in you 100%. You can do it. Um, and it's something that I have to remind them all the time. Yeah. Because that's one of the things as a little, as a little guy, it, you know, things seem like insurmountable sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I tell them, believe in yourself, you know, try your hardest, never give up. Those are all kind of directly connected, uh, in my opinion. Number seven is... Tell the truth no matter what. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, every little boy fibs, right? Yep. Exaggerates, lies. I think that by saying tell the truth, Singerman's tell the truth no matter what over and over and over again, it instills in them that the truth is important and that they need to say it no matter what. And, uh, and I think that's been very valuable to those guys because they realize in situations, they don't always tell the truth. Mm. And I'll say, you know, guys, what's rule number seven? Singerman's tell the truth no matter what. And, oh man! And they're like, they'll get like bummed out, and I'll say it's okay. You know, you, you're going to learn, and you'll win. You'll do it right next time. And they all kind of connect. Every one of them kind of connects mm -hmm. to some degree or another. Um, I tell them about, you know, for example, the leading from the front. You can't lead people by lying. Nobody's going to follow a liar. Yeah. Um, nobody's going to trust you. And if they don't trust you, they won't follow you. So you need to lead from the front, lead by example, and tell the truth no matter what. Um, number eight is treat others with respect. If you want to lead from the front, if you want to lead people, they need to know that you respect them, that you treat them with respect. If you want to be treated with respect, you need to treat others with respect. Uh, and that's something that for a little guys, uh, you know, takes some explaining. And I reiterate that a lot about what does it mean to be respectful? Yeah. And like with their mom, I explained to them how important it is to be respectful to your mom. Because you're treating everybody with respect, you better be treating your mom, which is number rule number one, you love your family. Mm -hmm. So if singers love their family, they treat, of course, they treat their mom with respect. 
and little boys, you know, especially my wife, she's, you know, yelling at them, getting them to put their clothes on to get ready for school or whatever. And they don't listen right away and they argue that's not treating her with respect mm -hmm. and they need to treat everybody with respect. So that's one of the things that, that gets discussed a lot. Um, and that is explained over and over because it's the respect concept is, is not, uh, is kind of like more foreign than lying. You yeah. know, everybody, these guys automatically understand lying. They automatically understand never giving up, but respect is a, is a concept that needs to be taught. Mm -hmm. Uh, next on the list is don't let others control your feelings. Mm. So this is a lesson in uh, in stoicism, which you know I'm big into. You're huge on it, yeah. Yeah, and so one of the things that uh, that stoicism, if you if you look into like I love Marcus Aurelius and and all the all really all the Stoic philosophers, one of the biggest things is of really one of the point of stoicism in general is controlling your feelings, mm. and that means that other people can't control your feelings, and so. One of the things that I, where this comes up, where, where, where number nine comes up a lot is when they say, if Asher says, she made me feel sad or Elijah, uh, you know, this or whatever about each other, they made me this, they made me that. I explained to them, remember number nine is that you can't allow people to control your feelings. They can't control your feelings. Your mm -hmm. feelings are yours and yours alone to control. So if you feel sad, it's because you chose to feel sad. Nobody can make you feel sad. And so it's something where, uh, where, it's important. This is also, by the way, all of these rules are rules for anybody, not just little boys. Yeah, yeah. They're rules for anybody. They're rules for grown, grown ass adults. Is that you shouldn't allow somebody to control your feelings, and they can't control your feelings. So when you say, "This this uh, person made me depressed," or "This person insulted me," mm. you're choosing to be insulted. Yeah. They don't. They do not make you feel anything. You make you feel, and they can try all they want. But if you have control of your feelings, it's up to you to decide who makes you feel what, because you let them. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's big for me personally. And that's one of the big messages of stoicism. And one of the reasons I fell in love with the philosophy in general is having control of yourself uh, is huge. Yeah. It's huge uh, because it's all a matter. Life is all a matter of perception. If you perceive this as valuable, it is. If you allow someone to upset you, you've perceived their actions as upsetting. You can perceive their actions as fantastic. An event, a bad event happens to you. You can perceive it as a good event. I told you I find uh, victory in the in my biggest failures mm -hmm. and, and disaster inspires me to uh, look for opportunity. That's because I'm choosing that. Yeah. It's not that's not natural necessarily. Certainly not for me. It's not natural to look at a bad event that makes me sad and say, "What? What am I going to get out of this? Yeah. What's the opportunity this is yeah. providing me?" Um, but that's something that you can do, and that's what Stoicism teaches: is that you have the ability to perceive things, people, and what they say in their actions and your own actions any way you want. It's up to you. So obviously that's a, a, a concept that for a five-year-old, it's not easy to, yeah. to get right away, but it is something that, uh, that they have gotten over time yeah. and they repeated it a lot. Um, and then number 10, the final one is Singerman's like a challenge. Mm. And I think that's important because uh, challenges are what life's all about. If you, don't, if you don't have a challenge, if you won't be willing to take on something difficult, you'll never need to try your hardest. You'll never need to worry about giving up. It's, it's, it's the challenges that push us in life. And if you like challenges and you seek out challenges, you'll achieve. If you want to live a safe life where you don't really push for anything, you don't even need to worry about majority of these things. Because trying your hardest, win or learn or win, these are not things that are important to somebody who doesn't like a challenge that isn't going out there and trying to do something that's uncomfortable. Um, so those are the, the lessons that we go over and repeat mm -hmm. uh, over and over and over again. You've heard them tell some other ones. We've had some yeah, fun, some yeah, funny no ones. Spine punches. Yes, that's what they. That's <laughs> they, their rule. They, as they they're battling throughout the day, they'll add uh, 
they'll add other little rules in. They're yes. like, let's make a number 11, no spine punches. Yeah, there was, an, I think, no kicking in the penis was one yeah, of them. Yeah, no um, penis kicks. No penis kicks is yeah. not allowed. <laughs> um, so they, 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 uh, they get added with sticky notes to the yeah, bottom of the frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that they can, uh, they can all have, in fact, they all have really great handwriting. So now yeah, I can't even tell who's writing it. Know, it it looks know. like little adults writing, uh, writing stuff. Can you do me a, do me a favor? Because we, we read them sort of segmented. Can you read them straight, from, straight, from straight top to bottom? Sure. Um, okay. I'm only going to remove the Singerman portion because it always says Singerman's. You want to hear that? I like, okay. I like that right. part. It gives it like a, a person. You know, thing. there's like a, I don't know, it, it almost like separates them from yeah. people, right? Like you have pride right, in, in who you in, are, in yeah. your genealogy from your from your bloodline. Like you That's feel, why yeah, I did it. It's really way. cool. So I, I, I'd like if you okay. kept that. So, and I, I want to um, reiterate that these, I'm happy for you to take them, use mm -hmm. them with your kids. I think, uh, you know, if I were ever to write a, ch a child's book, a children's book, it'd be on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the lessons that I think are the most important for my guys. Obviously, you could add stuff to this. You could change it and make it your own by by changing all of these or some of these or or whatever. Um, but this is how it goes. Number one, Singermans love their family. Number two, Singermans always try their hardest. Number three, Singermans never give up. Number four, Singermans lead from the front. Number five, Singermans win or learn, then win. Singermans, number six, Singermans believe in themselves. Number seven, Singermans tell the truth no matter what. Number eight, Singermans treat others with respect. Number nine, Singermans don't let others control their feelings. And number 10, Singermans like a challenge. I love it. Guys, I encourage you to not only, if you have kids, write these for your kids, but write these for yourself, right? It's, it's a good guideline to have for yourself. Uh, I think acting in the moment, acting with emotion is what we're trying to steer away from, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of times uh, your moral compass or what you stand for sometimes gets a little blurry when your back's against the wall or your relationship's falling apart or your business is falling apart, all of a sudden maybe you don't remember exactly who you are. And I think this is a beautiful way to, uh, to have something to look back at, you know, whether you want to call them core values or, or whatever. Um, but I've never seen it done for kids, and it's, it's really, really cool to witness. I think that – thank you. I think that anytime you're acting with emotion, when emotion is driving action um, – Stoicism and my my own personal belief would be take take a step back. Yeah. Even if it takes you time to take a step back, uh, and for me, I can do it really quickly now because I practiced. Yeah. But it may even if it takes an hour, even if they will come back to that decision in a day. One of the things with parenting is if you parent angry, like the you never 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 discipline a child when you are feeling angry. You never anything a child when you're feeling angry. And I think that's applicable to relationships in general. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship with a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they make you pissed off, don't just say the first thing that comes to mind because you'll likely regret it. Yeah. You know, think about what you're saying, think about how you're acting, and uh, and you have a much better chance of success for children, for adults in general. Guys, thank you for listening to our podcast, Chips and Caviar. If you liked it, please give us a dope review. Yeah. Uh, if you liked it, please share it with your friends. Yeah, we uh, appreciate it. We love making them, and I'm, I'm really excited to see the impact that it has. Me too. Yeah, man. Me too. Thank you, guys. Chips and Caviar.